Grind, grind, that's all I know. Find the time to quit, oh no. No matter good or bad, still I go. I never crack under pressure, I can't be broke. Sun up to the sun down. Map it out, now run it down. Mayweather, I never lose. I be making these money moves. Sun up to the sun down. Map it out, now run it down. Mayweather, I never lose. I be making these money moves. What's up, everybody? You are on the Bulletproof Mafia, and I'm Michael Munsterman. And I'm Joy Munsterman. Oh, shit. What is going on? I have the better half in the studio today. What's up? I'm so glad to be sitting next to you. <laughs> so uh, what's cool is if you're checking this on YouTube, she's smiling ear to ear. But on the inside, she's not smiling so much because... She told me that if we were ever going to do a podcast, I had to do something. What did you tell me I had to do? You have to make an outline if you want me to speak. <laughs> but here you are. Without an outline. <laughs> yes. So um, <clears throat> today I wanted to talk about something, um, but mostly I just wanted to get Joy on here and um, like just get comfortable and have a conversation and it not be too formal, which is why I didn't create an outline. I don't have like this set bullet list of things that I want us to talk about. Um, the main thing that I wanted to talk about is inside of the podcast, our focus is, is always bulletproofing the entrepreneur's mindset. And you know as well as I do where the name of the podcast kind of originated. Um, and so what, what do you think that is? Well, I think mindset is so important whether you are an entrepreneur or a mother or a wife right. just to keep your mindset right it takes a lot of effort it has to be intentional and you purposefully have to pick out the thoughts that are not productive or to your advantage and solidify the ones that even though you don't feel like they're true at the time you have to make them solid anyway and just bulletproof your mind oh i love it i love it and so here's what's going to happen i'm going to take these headphones off because i don't even need to be on here like oh that's the God. message <laughs> you're doing great <clears throat> so just um so here's what's really cool about this so bulletproof that's where that bit came from um and the mafia bit what's funny about that is that in our little household family we operate like a mafia now, minus the illegal shit, because Joy won't let me do that. I've no, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I've tried to talk you into it lots Sorry. of times. I'm like, you want to rob a bank? No, we're going to walk with our eyes open and be intentional <laughs> and be above reproach. Yes, above reproach. I love it. So, um, But we tell our girls that in the way that we operate in a, in a family unit, if one of the girls walks in and says, oops, I absolutely killed, ab accidentally, absolutely and accidentally killed somebody, how do we respond? Well, where's the shovel? Where's the shovel? I We're going to have to take care of this. <laughs> and that's exactly what we do. That's how we roll. Like we just have this mafia mentality that if you come against one of us, you come against all of us. We protect our own. Like the, the goal and the mission is to fiercely guard and protect the unity and sanctity of our little mafia, right? Yeah, yes, our family is our kingdom. That's right, yes. And you are the queen of the kingdom. I get to be the queen. <laughs> Sounds really fun, but it comes with a lot of responsibilities. Yeah, right? It also comes with a lot of um, ferocious attacking of 
the enemy attacking my daughter's thoughts, my husband's thoughts, my own thoughts. I mean, I have to fervently work to keep all of our mindsets right because, you know, 99% of the time we're, we've got the right mindset. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing. We're thinking the right things. But then every once in a while somebody has a rough moment right? or a, a song comes on that puts a bad thought in their head or cracks their confidence. And so the rest of us have to rally fearlessly rally against that bad thing that's trying to plant a bad seed in our mind or one of our somebody in our family and we just have to take care of each other so just a little bit of tv magic here uh this will be awkward because you wouldn't have known if i hadn't told you unless you were watching the youtube version or if you're on our our landing page we ran out of uh sound on the recorder like sound space so we adjusted Joy's mic a little bit, and um, what I had asked right when the sound was cut out was, what's it like being married to a serial entrepreneur? Somebody like me, like, if you don't know, like, I'll, I'll just, while well, she thinks about her answer, because this is a loaded question, um, I didn't give her an outline. This is pretty typical to being married to a guy like me. Every day is an adventure. Like, you think you've got the map. You think you know the plan. You have no idea. I'm going to switch it up. But between us, it, since we've been married, we have started and scaled companies that have done over $250 million in sales. I've had over 500 employees in our companies, coast to coast. <clears throat> we've traveled internationally to acquire manufacturing and import, export, like lots of different aspects to the weight and gravity of, of businesses that we've had all of which had our name on the building in some fashion or another. And so um, with that, I leave a lot of responsibility at home. And, uh, and I don't always offer a lot of support, but I'm curious without, without I haven't heard what her answer is going to be. Um, what, what's the hardest thing to be, you know, when it comes to, being married to somebody like me like the hardest thing or two or, or just whatever comes to your mind well it took me a while to get used to that sorry used to the lifestyle of michael taking risks michael likes to take risks to grow things and he's unhappy when things are stagnant even if i feel like we're in a good place so we're making you don't mean x, x amount of dollars. This is a good thing. You mean stable. Work. And he thinks, well, if we can make x amount of dollars, we should exponentially increase that. And so Michael really likes to take risks, especially in business. Um, big risk, big reward. And that was very difficult for me in the beginning because I'm very more stable mindset I like it to be I like routine I like things to be exactly the same every single day and so that took a while for me and to find my role in business with you and in our marriage with you I really had to understand that things can be like that things can change we can go through big risks and the stability that we have is in our marriage. Man, you look so hot right now. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the lights. I don't know if it's having you on the podcast. I can't, like, I, I didn't hear a word you just said. I just got so focused on how beautiful you are. 
So over, oh, sorry. Overcoming. <laughs> so let's <laughs> let's talk about one one thing real quick because I think that this is a, <clears throat> you know, I think that everybody thinks that we just woke up one day and boom, everything was awesome. So so what's your background? Because like where did where you know you're talking about? I'm a stable-minded person. I want security. I want protection. I wanted like that's been your mindset since you were 18 years old. So like professionally, where what did you do before I made you quit your job? <laughs> so I was a school teacher. I graduated with an elementary education degree and I was very passionate about children. I still am. I, I taught in middle school. I loved middle school kids. So I'm a little unique maybe because I'm not sure the whole world loves middle school kids but to me they're precious and I would still be teaching today if if Michael's business had not he just took that risk and I was in a place where it was okay for me to let him take that risk because he needed to grow I could see that he was dying of boredom with a regular job and he needed to take a risk and try something new so that I encouraged him to do that. So that was that was my biggest thing. Whenever I quit fighting this this notion for him to grow and take chances and try new things, when I quit trying to squash him and put a ceiling on top of him, and he was really allowed to grow into the place that he's supposed to be, then I could be the supportive role. Oh, so this is so so. I think that you've done a good job of, of like, and I'm just gonna reword what you're saying here a little bit and, and try to summarize so that we can get super clear about this number one pain point. And that was, um, and you can tell it by the way that you communicate it, that sometimes this is still a thread of your DNA. And that is, I don't hardly ever use the word risk. And the reason that I don't is because, like you go to the casino to take a risk. You go to the casino to gamble, and I associate risk with gambling. When, when, when I think, okay, I'm gonna get into an industry, I'm making calculated moves. I'm thinking about build, grind, hustle, scale. I never think, boy, what is my risk? Now, I do think words like exposure because I'm, I'm purposefully exposing an element of my life and an element of my who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm exposing us financially to the potential. But, but I think that the thing that really allows me to make bold moves mm -hmm. without fear is that I understand what the emotional ride that I'm about to go on is. I've done it so many times at this point that it, it doesn't happen. But what you said there is super, super powerful. And, and the thing that I, I want to just call out to anybody that's listening to this, or anybody that's watching this is I have so many close friends in the game of business. Mm -hmm. And I watch these guys slam their head into the glass ceiling of business. They can't go any farther. They, they'll never get beyond where they are right now because at six o'clock, their phone's blowing up and their wife's, where is your ass? Why aren't you home? You're supposed to be cooking on the grill tonight. That's what you told me you were gonna do. I thought you said you were gonna mow the lawn and I thought you said you were gonna do this. And what about that? And what about this? And, and, and you used to, in the form of risk and in the conversation of risk, clinch onto a dollar mm -hmm. 
I would have to sell you to spend a dollar, mm -hmm. sell you to invest a dollar, strategically seduce you on why this was a good possibility. And in order for me, whenever I wanted to take the biggest risk we'd ever took when we were already like in crazy debt and we couldn't. So here's what I did. I hacked the system, right? My investor was the one person who Joy went to for every bit of advice when it came to Michael. And that guy was? My dad. Her dad. I have the coolest dad on the planet. Yeah, for sure. And my father-in-law is one of my best friends, one of my greatest mentors in, 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 in my digital product, what I, what I built for entrepreneurs. Like I talk a lot about your dad and the relationship we've had and, and what he's taught me as a mentor. But one of the things, and you said this earlier, no risk, no reward, a little risk, a little reward, great risk, great reward. And when I learned after a while of watching your dad operate is your dad doesn't take risk. Your dad has a clear path to profitability before he moves. And so I showed up to his house with a napkin and said, if you'll believe in me, I'll make you a 50-50 partner. Trust in me. I'm going to quit this solid job. And w will you call Joy? <laughs> like, and, and we both sat there, both of us kind of slumped down in our chair at the same time because the hardest thing about making this decision was somebody had to call Joy. <laughs> I don't think I've told you that part of the story before. <laughs> but the amazing, the amazing thing that's happened through the process yes. of the beginning of us being entrepreneurs together was in the beginning, I felt like Michael was taking risk. And as soon as Michael and my dad <laughs> decided to sit down and really show me, okay, there, this is a win-win. There's right. no way for us to fail. Right. We have calculated it out. Do you want to see the Excel sheets? And then six months later, we're looking at, looking at the Excel sheets and it's like, oh, we blew through that one. We blew through that goal. We blew through that goal. Well, then it makes the risk attainable. The exposure. This, the exposure <laughs> is more attainable and or we have blown through our expectations. And as soon as we blow through those first, the first week, the first month, the first three months. Wow. Right. And, and so this is super powerful because I want to point something out here. Like I called you out, I put you on the spot here and I'm like, well, here's what you used to do. But let me talk about what you do now. And, and to me, this was the shift. If, if you want to inject rocket fuel into the scale of your business, support your spouse. That be is such a key. Be because you went from being my wife to being my queen and saying you're my king and together this is our kingdom. That's right. Like, so inside of every, inside of every mafia, there's the head, right? There's, and I'm not just saying, Hey, I'm the man. And so I'm the head for some of you, your husband is going to be the one that is the more conservative natured money is for savings. Let's pay off all debt. And the wife is like, no, I've got this burning desire inside to do something. Like the worst thing you can do to that person is try to hold them back because you're asking, you're asking them to assassinate part of their DNA. That's right. Who they are, like, because I tried it again after we sold our company and, and U.S. Bank said, hey, come run a bank for me. I was like, yeah, sure, I can, I can come run a bank. That's, but I wasn't three weeks in and my soul was like, oh, it was, oh. You were so miserable. Oh, I need to throw up. It was up. very sad. It was so bad. Like when I had to, like, I have people on my staff that I know they feel the same way because like they show up 10, 15 minutes late every single day. And I just know you hate to clock in. Uh, like I keep them cause, cause their assets are greater than their shortcomings. But I wasn't, that doesn't work in a bank environment. Like they give you 1.67 days a month that you can be one minute late or else. 
Right. If you if you have one minute of overtime, like they're flipping out because you're breaking their metrics. And I'm thinking, I, I just do not conform like this. You had taken your cutting edge and your powerful business skills and just put it underneath the bank. Yeah. Oh, it made me so sick. And whenever you were willing to pick that back up, look out. Well, and but but here's the thing. And, and, and this isn't about us and, and us like sitting here glad handing and praising one another but but truly the biggest shift and what's so crazy is that prior to recognizing how i operated prior to recognizing how she operated and us becoming very aware of our love languages and us learning how to communicate and, and what's sad is i i like i know people who've been married for 10 15 20 years and they need help figuring this out they need help figuring out how there's likely one of them that's a visionary that's right and one of them is an implementer mm -hmm. and together they're rocket fuel but they don't know it right and the fuel that you offer to me i mean i couldn't get anywhere else and so i had to you give know up. that's right <laughs> I, <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> because even though we are different in in our vision part we're both extremely independent and so I had to learn to let Michael be independent and I will be the supportive role in business. Right. Because you are so good at that and your mind works in a way that mine doesn't in that arena. And so when it comes to being at work, I am your support role. And For if, sure. if you say this is the way we go, then this is the way we go. Yeah, you're not afraid to give me your opinion. You've have, you now have a, over a decade of successful business experience sure and you often do a great job of reminding me well hey we tried this path in this business and remember that outcome yeah because look anybody tells you they always wins a liar so um yeah i don't i don't mean to cut you off That's there okay. but it's certainly like but this is what happens right more than likely um for most people and I say this because I spend a lot of time with entrepreneurs. Like that's where I like to spend my time. I like to talk to people. And the ones that I watch that I think, holy shit, like you are going to create massive impact and change in your industry are the ones who say to me, dude, my wife's ride or die. Like if I say, hey, this is what we're doing. She's like, bet the bank. I don't care. Burn the house down. I don't care. As I'll live in a trailer park with you being broken, happy, before I'll hold you back because I'm afraid of loss. And those are the one those are the people who who win. And the people who lose are the ones who who don't know how to communicate. He doesn't know how to paint his vision or she doesn't know how to paint her vision. I'm just going to say he just so we can just but replace yourself if you don't like the right. the touch there. But but like most men aren't very good at communicating their emotions and their feelings and and, and the better they would be at painting that picture of, hey, here's where I'm going, here's why, here's my dream, here's where my heart is. And when I'm, and when I'm building, when I'm doing this, I'm full, and when I'm not, I'm sad, and, and, and my heart's breaking. And for me, we're so in tune to that, I don't even have to tell you that anymore, you can just tell. Right. And, and so what I think is so powerful is, is that this isn't something that you can just wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? I think starting tomorrow, I'm going to get really good at communicating and we're going to knock yeah. this out of the park. Um, I think, and, and, and so together, we started thinking about, okay, well, is there a space that some, this is something that could potentially help somebody? 
Well, I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. I hope, I hope, I mean, we've had a lot of experiences as a married couple, as business owners, uh, raising young kids. Now they're both older. Oh my, older, um, leaving the nest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we've had a lot of experiences and if we, and if we could help somebody else, yeah, that would be fantastic. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. And I think that, so we're close to the railroad tracks. If you didn't just pick that up. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> One no. thing that, that I think was something we learned to do early on whenever you were really passionate about something or when you were, or when I was really passionate about something and the other one wasn't, even if we didn't see the vision, it was like, okay, Michael is really passionate about X, Y, Z. Joy is really passionate about our girls doing dance. Ugh. He didn't love it. Guess what? He, we did dance. He was completely supportive. My children would have never known their dad was not fully on board with it. By supportive, she means I wrote the checks. And he came to the dance competitions. And if I couldn't be there, he was. Taking them to practice, doing the thing. Doing the fill-in and telling the girls how awesome they were and how great of an experience this, this is for them and how much confidence they're learning from it. No one would have ever known looking in that he was not just as passionate as I was. Right. And so whenever he was passionate about something, then I just filled that role up for him too. Even if I couldn't see the vision, I was like, what are we doing here? How's this gonna work? I'm not really sure. No one got to see that side of it. Right. It was just, I'm full in this. For sure. I love it. I, I, and, and, and look, so we could go for a long time in, in a hundred different directions on this. We're not going to. So we're currently in the process of building out something for entrepreneurial couples. And, and we recognize that this is a conversation that needs a lot of help because there are a lot of business owners who are hitting ceilings because their spouses don't get it. And then there are these few couples that you see and you, and you think, man, they just have it all. Like it, they seem like they're on fire and in love with one another. They, th their kids seem like they can do no wrong. Everything seems to work out for them. And really just, I, I believe it starts with the man taking on responsibility of his and fulfilling his total role inside of, of the relationship. But here's, what's really cool. If only one person is passionate about the success and the outcome, that's contagious. And so what, what we're doing is, is we're trying to currently reverse engineer the things that really helped us go from being $300,000 in debt, not really getting along that great, trying to um, figure it out to being that mafia family and, getting, and getting bulletproofed. Yes. Not easy, but necessary. It's much easier now. It's a lot more fun. Cool. Awesome. I love you very much. I'm glad you're on here with me. Um, Joy's going to be back a lot more on the podcast because we're going to be talking about things that are um, like, look, if you're going to be successful, if you're going to be bulletproofed as an entrepreneur, if you're listening to this and, and, and you didn't think, well, I really did like, I don't want marriage advice. Okay, cool. But the thing is, is if you're going to be successful in the hustle, you've got to be successful in the house, you, which means like that foundation you can't, you can't focus on growing great big shit when you feel like your own house is crumbling. How can you stand in integrity and move in power and, and leverage and scale and build and go where you need to go and accomplish what you need to accomplish, scale what you need to scale and crush what you need to crush when you're worried that you don't, that connection at home isn't, isn't even solid. It, it just doesn't work. 
and for you wives that are that are at home and you're like I just wish that he would slow down long enough to get me this is a teachable conversation and one of the things that that whether you want to hear this or not one of the things that will impact and influence the ability for him to slow down and talk to you is how you handle him and so this will be a conversation that we'll bring back and we'll for sure dive down these holes and I think it's I think it's good I think it's super useful and I definitely think that if um, if you want to crush it if you want to bulletproof your mind and and your family and your business um, this is such a key element of success I completely agree cool awesome so at the end of every single episode I end it with one single word you want to do it no I'm gonna let you do it, no, do it. I'm not taking the glory away. do it no way <laughs> Michael finish us off savvy I'll be making these money moves